that's my policy. That's my policy. It's been my policy I mean, for the we, longest of times. Are we really taking a stance on this? My <laughs> name is Anthony Gentile, or whatever the hell his name was. Was it Genital or something like that? Was it like Anthony Genital? I have no idea what you're that, referencing. The politician? So, oh, Anthony Weiner or something like that? Oh, yeah. That's way different. All right, Anthony it's not, Genital. I mean, all it's right. not way Children, different. I'm not going to say his name. Anthony Genital <laughs> will suffice. Jared, don't touch him from Subway. <laughs> that's his name to you. We have censored it for all. His name is Dad, because I want you to call you. <laughs> no, not because he bangs him. That's not what I'm saying. No. But dads don't do no, that either. No, no, it's because you're calling for your dad when you see him. You see, Jared, I want you to scream dad. I feel like what you just you said your... was very revealing about your own life. No, it's so your dad can come and fight him. <laughs> so your dad can <laughs> yeah. fight Jared? Yeah. I would be down for that. Actually, if there's a Facebook group for all dads that want to just, like, fucking punch Jared from somewhere <laughs> in the face. I haven't talked to my dad in a long time, but if Jerry popped up and tried to fuck me, I'd be like, Dad! Dad, I've always loved you. Where are you? You're so strong. <laughs> You've always been right about everything. The problem is that we'll send mixed signals to Jared. He's not really good with those. Hey, Dad, listen, Jared from Subway came over. I keep trying to tell him that this is your roof, your rules, and he just won't listen. <laughs> He just keeps saying no. We could stay up as late as we want, and I keep telling him, you have a fucking tight ship at 9 p.m. Yeah, he bought McDonald's just so he could tell me I'm going to have it his way. <laughs> oh, dude. He bought McDonald's. I said, isn't this, like, trading? And he was <laughs> like, why? Do you know kids that like to trade? <laughs> Yo, I have a I, bunch of Pokemon cards if you guys are looking to trade. Dude, I just realized something, especially when you said Pokemon, dude. What? We're officially at an age where we're just like, hey, outdated reference like like jared is relevant yeah. to a very specific age group oh my god yeah you're right it's an older reference yeah it, it's point. an older reference this is what peggy was saying at the one time at the roast at helio where she was like screw you guys you guys aren't even gonna get my references you guys are all like 10 years <laughs> younger than me and i was like i didn't even think about that i feel like every 10 years it's just who's cool resets yeah Oh, dude, it's like every 10 years. It's like every, like, four years. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess things it's just like a high school a cycle. It, I'm a, I'm a, I officially figured out I was I out was of uncool it. four years ago, and I'm 25. As soon as I was 21, I was uncool, which doesn't make any sense in society. <laughs> like, I should be the coolest I've ever been, and I immediately wasn't cool anymore. I didn't know anything about music. Well, I, I think that, like, once you get to the age where it's normal to do drugs, that that's where it was over for me. Because, like, when I was young doing drugs, that was a cool identity. When it's older, when you're older, it's just, like, not even sad yet. It's just, like, oh, that's what you're working on. Like, like I feel like I had my skills. I could have gone to power and gone into the gym. I could have gone to, like, intellect and have gone and focused right. on my education. But right. I... But drugs. <laughs> you can say no to drugs. I went... <laughs> Juicy J can't... Are you Juicy J? <laughs> I'm, I'm moist. Damn, dude, you're about to fucking make I'm it moist. at 40 years old. That's what that means. <laughs> Juicy J was just out there being like, I'm going to do the same cadence until it fucking pops, okay? I'm going to keep doing the same rhythm, the same flow, until I'm 40 years old, and eventually 16-year-old kids like it. I'm going to be real. I only know Juicy J from that Katy Perry song. Really? Yeah. Really? Juicy J was like the soundtrack to like my, I feel like, high school years, just because it was always like... We trippy man, and we're like at the we're like in a party like sixteen, and we're like, oh, we are trippy man. We so trippy dog, and then they'd be like a zip and a double cup. I'm getting I'm getting high as fuck, and then just like sixteen, you're like, this is it. All this right. is my peak. I've never been cooler in my See, whole life. See, I think you got screwed because like I think that you were at like cool during the tail end of like a pop culture cycle i agree yeah so now you're just like stuck like what you just did was super uncool no like whoa, it was wait. so uncool which part all like the, the the whole like thing you just did no no, like, no, no, no no you weren't watching me i was i was like i'm getting i'm getting high as fuck like you know what i mean because then it's telling like it's like saying what we were doing and we were like oh bro i like weed and this guy likes weed no here's the thing it's like it when, was cool when we were like when we had a concept of a cool hierarchy like Wiz Khalifa was like really cool. Yeah, same. Black and yellow hit when I was like in middle school or high school or something like that. Oh god, dude. Yeah, dude. I'm sorry. What did you did you know Wiz Khalifa before Black and Yellow? I'd done Molly before I knew Wiz Khalifa. Yeah, that's fair. Does that make you cool? I mean it did at the time. Oh, all right. Well, I don't know. You're saying like, I'm not cool, dude. I had a CD did, with no. Juicy J on it in my car senior year called Cool Kids Gangsta <laughs> Mix Volume One, and you're gonna tell me I don't know cool? Like that those are your papers, that was your fucking passport. You're like you get stopped at the border. <laughs> I just eject the C D, it comes out. It's a white C D that's burned, but I sharpied on it. Cool Kids Gangsta Mix Volume One. Almost like Kill Bill, where they're like, There's gonna be a second. There's yeah. gonna be a second. Was the S that like diamond one? Like the cool skate S? 
address. You know what I'm talking oh, about? It was, no, it was the dollar sign. Oh. It was the dollar sign is what it was. And Cool Kids was definitely with a Z. And you bet your ass it was. <laughs> I know multiple people. Aaron has a playlist on Spotify right now called Cool Kids Gangster Mix because she was like, what were your tracks again that you had on that? I was like, easy, I got you right now. Track one was this. Track two was this. Track three was this. Track four was what's this. Track, what's your intro? Did you curate these? Like, are these like, these were like, always, do they flow? Or no, were these were like, what was hot at the, the time and what them. I wanted. Track one, fucking problems. Oh, I yeah. love bad, bad, and my blah, blah, problem. <laughs> Did you just censor yourself? Yeah. Is this Be- a TikTok now? <laughs> I, no, because I think the censored version's even better, if I'm being honest. I love bad, bad, and my blah, problem. That flows like a dude, two chains kills that. <laughs> Dude, I miss growing up watching like movies on FX and they'd be censored as shit. I saw Snakes on a Plane on FX the first time I saw it. My boy Samuel L goes, uh, I'm sick of these monkey fighting snakes on this Monday to Friday plane. You're like, God, why did that feel deeper for some reason? (laughs) That felt like he hates a certain type of people seven days a week. (laughs) Oh, dude. I just remembered. I, uh, I got you a present. Oh, you mentioned that before the podcast starts. Now I'm I really meant, curious I meant it to what open it is. with it. If it's not the fucking Captain Ban, you can return it. I'll say that right now. Well, I mean, you have to earn that. Well, what is this? In a John Cena boxing match. First of all, if you know anything about me, I fucking hate John Cena. Let me say that right now. Who do you have? Also John Cena. Oh, just two John Cenas? I mean, I got them at 7-Eleven. I mean, the fact that they have these on the fucking counter at 7-Eleven is fucking amazing. I like that they have Rock'em Sock'em robot-like features, but at the bottom, they're also like, you could buy a big (laughs) microphone or fire extinguisher instead. Is a fire extinguisher a popular WWE I don't believe so, unless there's been an increase in fire safety over the past couple years that I'm not aware of. There was that one, like, Raw right after 9-Eleven where they (laughs) The Undertaker was a firefighter. Um. Dude, what is this? Air Normous is what it says. (laughs) Super slamming fists. Super poings poor cogner. Is that a different language or is that? I'm sorry. Can you read that for me? It's a poings poor cogner. What does it say again? Super poings poor cogner. Okay. That's just code. It's like a Wayfair code for like, hey, we'll steal your kid for you if you'd like. No, like, this was written and made by someone who has CTE. I think it's a different language, but super is just the same. <laughs> because up here it says awesome giant fist, fantastic swings, giants, or something like that. It tells you a lot that they're like, these are going to be huge in America and France. <laughs> I just think it's so funny that John Cena refuses to do anything other than jorts and camo jorts. And those are like his only pants. I'm pretty sure that this is the same face that he's making on the front and the side, and they Photoshop the arms on. Probably. I think I think John Cena's arms are photoshopped on. Hot take, dude. Let's get him on the podcast. <laughs> I'm like, what's up, dude? I don't like you that much. Well, I think you'd be. I thought you'd be more hype about these John Cena things. So I guess I'm gonna have to wear them on my hands and feet and just beat your ass. I mean, what did you want to do? You want to like fight with them? Kinda. I don't know. <laughs> so I got my nose broke the first time. Yeah, dude. What do you want to fucking? This kid inflated that the fuck me. out of them. The surface tension was insane. The surf. Hey, whoa, dude. All right, I'm more of a Tom Brady guy. You got to let a little bit of air out of these. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I need these to be a little more ideal for my lifestyle. Yo, did you see that Jake Paul is claiming he has early signs of CTE two boxing matches into his career? I mean, I think that... I mean, I don't know, dude. That dude had CTE before he started boxing. You know what I'm saying? Like, did you see Did you see his open workout stretches? No. Oh. Oh. Do you see my power, like, flickering? No. Was it flickering? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, dude, we're fucking juicing it. Don't bring up Jake Paul. <laughs> they don't like that. We just got too many views. That's what just happened. <laughs> <laughs> we, home. we got hella clicks. Is it an earthquake? <laughs> Jake Paul fans are coming. They, they, they actually, they don't run. They, they just fucking dry hump. He <laughs> hired this dude who's like ripped and really strong and lays on his back and puts his feet up and has Jake Paul like gymnastic lay like over top of him and has his feet like in Jake's back and he's like massaging him while holding him in the air with his feet and like dude it's so so weird and then Ben Askren comes in there like a fucking old guy and he's like you know like this is my open workout right here is he really gonna wear wrestling shoes (laughs) I heard Jake Paul is Okay, I heard he. I heard he wants to knock him out in wrestling shoes. Oh, okay. I misunderstood that. I assumed he was saying that uh, Ben Ashram was going to wear wrestling shoes. 
I just thought it'd be really funny to get hit in the face when you have really good traction on your feet. <laughs> like, just boom, but I didn't go anywhere. <laughs> like when Stipe is like falls over his leg, like it's just like <laughs> no <Aww>. movement. <laughs> like, yeah, dude. Uh, he claimed that Ben Askren would lose his entire purse if he went for a takedown. I did see and apparently that. that's untrue. I hope Ben Askren's getting his ass whooped and just fucking cave Jake skull through the mat. They said it's his biggest mat. payday. They said it's his biggest payday Ben Askren's ever gotten. I bet. Isn't that crazy, though? Doesn't that say a lot about, like, as much as we want to, like, hate? And then and then Oscar De La Hoya is trying to box Eddie Alvarez. Can we stop dragging boxing? Stop dragging MMA through their shit show. Like, they're like, we've ruined our sport. Can we ruin yours, too? And they're like, no, stop taking these guys. <laughs> it feels like, like, fucking Zack Snyder Justice League shit, where they're like, all right, quick, we need to build a yes. multiverse. <laughs> it turns out there were MMA fighters here the whole time. <laughs> yeah. They're like, Conor McGregor, Francis Ngannou, <laughs> Eddie Alvarez. You're like, these guys have all lost recently. <laughs> You guys want to box the best fighters ever? Anderson well, Silva's doing a boxing match, a boxing match against Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. I he's kind of a bum, but I'm getting real freaked out by these lights. I'm not even picking up on them because I'm just surging right now. I have PTSD from the time that my friend overdosed at Xanax at a fish concert and I had to drive home on acid. Flashing lights freak me out. I mean, are they flash? Oh, was that it right there? Yeah, dude. Oh, so is it? So you just don't like your lights right now. Yeah, we're just juiced up. <laughs> we're just too juiced up right now, I guess. I don't know. I mean It's the Jake Paul hit, I guess. I don't know what's going on, dude. It's yes. like it's like too bright in here. Or <laughs> I don't know, dude. It's like, hey dude, you guys are shining too fucking hard. <laughs> I uh speaking of shining too fucking hard, uh I did a comedy show during the day on Sunday. Did a did a comedy brunch. A comedy brunch. Comedy brunch. Like Did people I say this? woke up and they were just like, fuck it. I'm going to start my day with Jeff Colella and mimosas. I'm going to level with you. At no point did I want to go to this show. Mainly because it was midday. And like, you know us. That's not where we thrive. It's funny before noon. Right. So, you know me. I always show up, quote unquote, late to these fucking shows, right? It said 12 o'clock. I go, Fuck yeah. It's an hour and away. It's an hour away. I like set my alarm, woke up early, took a shower, drove an hour away, showed up at 1130, right? He goes, what are you doing here? You're mad early. I go, I'm mad early? I thought I'm always late. He goes, yeah, we're probably not going to be performing until like 130. <laughs> they're going to start eating at 12. I go, they're going to eat an entire brunch and then we're going to go perform? Dude, and he was like, yeah. Did he, was he tossing around a Nerf ball? I guess we're going to have to play catch for a couple hours. No. <laughs> when I walked in and I was like, well, here's the deal. I'm going to need a mimosa. Stat. I, you know what I mean? I'm, if, I'm, if, if we're brunching, I'm brunching. Let's brunch. You start mimosa? Went two mimosas deep early, right off the rip. You Bang. get bubbly that Bang. early? Oh, yeah. Barely any orange juice in that motherfucker. I, I see. I see you as like a Bloody Mary with like bacon I would and hate Bloody Marys. I hate them. Love bacon and shrimp, though. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I love it. Put that in any brunch. Put that in my mimosa for all I fucking care. Can I get the garnishes? <laughs> Dude, it was so funny because we get there. All right, so everyone starts sitting down and eating, and, like, people are, like, whatever, having their stuff. Uh, Peggy and Rachel Figlato show up, and we're just kind of sitting there, like, kind of getting the vibe of the place, and we're like, fuck it, dude, this is a BYOB. Let's go get our own fucking beer. So we go, like, down the street to, like, a liquor store, grab our own beer, roll in. I'm now... What is it, like two or three mimosas deep, and then I just crushed four straight Allagash Whites. So wait, the promoter was complaining about booking you, and you show up not early enough for the shows. This time, yes. you showed up so early that you used that time to get wasted, and then essentially show up the time you normally would, but now piss drunk. But now... I'm, like I'm toast. Now I'm a level with you. Deep I'm toasty. in the bubbles, dude. I'm toasty now. He then sets the lineup, and again, you know, it's your show. Wait, you're toasty? Like you're going around making toast to people? No, like, you're no. Like, you're like, hey, <laughs> that would be funny. you, bro. Hey, fuck it, what you got? Eggs Benedict? Fuck yeah, <laughs> you, brother, man. All right, all right. No, like <laughs> fucking, I go, no, I, I'm like toasty. I'm just like, I'm feeling it, right? Like, I'm like, I definitely drank too much now, and this is why I don't like to do this. Like, <laughs> I, like I'm fucked up. Your shirt became sleeveless. He goes, we're going to have Peggy kick off the brunch. And I was like, "That's an interesting choice." And again, it's not like Peggy can't do the job. Peggy, you know what I mean? Peggy could easily. But you're going to lead with the, the one show. who has NBC credits, right? I don't know if I would have put Peggy first. I would have put Peggy maybe at the end. Then Rachel went. Then I went. Then Dan went. And I was like, I mean, I would flip this whole lineup 180. Like okay. I would 
personally, I think that would be maybe put the friendly guy up front. Yeah, something like that. You know what I mean? Like put whatever. But I think like Peggy, obviously super strong. Rachel, super strong. By the time I got up there, I'm like fucking just so toasty, dude. And I'm like, oh, like we're all having brunch. You guys had like a whole meal, and now you're just sitting here for another like two hours. You guys while we just do had comedy. a whole gay meal. A you just meal. had a whole gay meal. A whole one, dude. To, and then not only that, but bubbles uh, and vegetable juice, <laughs> dude. It was honestly a great time did i do amazing no but was i just drunk with like he did great at noon did i do drunk did i like get did i do drunk with comedians did i do funny while comedian drinking did i do that (laughs) jerry seinfeld's career is really (laughs) falling off do drunk with comedians at noon do drunk (laughs) we're doing it with our friends (laughs) oh you went russian i I was i was going for just (laughs) i don't know who jerry seinfeld is oh (laughs) (laughs) I was just guessing. I was almost like that one fucking, what's that show? The, oh, I don't care. <laughs> I don't fucking care. I don't want to give it a shout out anymore. It's a bad show. Wait, um, I can't, you're doing a bit, right? No. You don't know who Jerry Seinfeld no, is? I, no, I do. I was doing a bit about not remembering the show. Do you remember that show where it's like, I think you should leave, but not in stupid. It's yeah. Like Australian <laughs> guys. But then they had that guy show up as Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> hey guys, it's Wait, me, Jerry at Seinfeld. At some point we started saying Seinfeld. It's Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah. Wait, no, you fucked me up. God damn it. I've had too many Allagash whites, baby. No, I know Seinfeld. I know Seinfeld. I hate Mondays. I, do, I, I, I hate Mondays so much. I love lasagna. What's up with that? I, I know Jeffrey Seinfeld. I know who that is. Yeah, really Jeff- good show. Jeffrey Steinfeld, yeah. <laughs> he just keeps getting like more Jewish the whole time. And rapey. And rapey. And a little rapey. And a little rapey. Which has nothing to do with being Jewish. <laughs> And that's and that's where I stand on that. <laughs> like boobs, like Jews, <laughs> hate rape, hate sleeves. <laughs> but no, uh, I don't know. I saw this comedy brunch was very interesting. We got into uh, it was interesting because some of the topic of conversation of some of the comedians were about comedy classes, and some of the people at that thing had taught those same comedy classes. Oh, um, so we were just. You know, saying our opinions on it a little bit before the show started. It was a little fun. It was, it was, it was all like, it was all like playful. This is way too extreme, but it makes me think of like fucking like Greek philosophers. It's like Socrates and then some drunk dude heckling him. Like Socrates, like ah, my lecture on thought. <laughs> These are my thoughts that I've, I've, I'm teaching. And then Peggy's just like, yeah, well, my liver learned a thing or two. Dude, it was so funny because this guy got up. Uh, he was wearing a Dallas Cowboys hat, and you could tell he was there just to wear the hat, just with his girlfriend. Like he was like, "Dog, I don't want to be here, but my girl signed us up, and we're here." He put on the hat. He's like, "If I'm going to your stupid comedy thing, I'm getting in a fight." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you want to ruin my night? I'll ruin your night. I'll ruin everyone's night. No, it's okay. No, you want to have a bad time? I get it. Peggy walked out immediately. It was like, it was like, what are you wearing? Like, what are you a fucking like pussy or whatever? Like, she just immediately started attacking this guy, and they left like mid show. And I was just like, oh, dude, uh, I got to say, I was like, Peggy did that. She fucking, she got these guys to walk out. She was two eagles. She was two <laughs> eagles here. I was like, they didn't like it. They wanted to leave. I go, look at that. He is a full mimosa. He was so out of this brunch from a fucking. I, I would never leave a full mimosa. I would crack that and then say we're leaving. But if there was a full one, I'm not leaving. This guy was out. He was out fucking a whole Italian donut ago. You know what I mean? Because the guy who ran the restaurant had a degree. Italian donut, isn't that kind of redundant? Um. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fair. All right. But the guy had a culinary degree from Italy. And I was like, you running a fucking brunch Wait, shop? the Cowboys guy? Oh, no. In the, Hopewell? The, the runner. The guy who, yeah, the guy who ran the restaurant. No, this guy, oh, yeah. This guy left, and he was just, I, I don't and know. He was replaced with an Italian chef. <laughs> he was a play- there was a line out the door. We were just like, first come, first serve. Grab an omelet and a chair. We're looking for someone with a skill set. <laughs> we're looking for somebody ready to throw down some bacon. We have too much. Dude, uh, Peggy literally walked up and said, look at this pussy. Dude, something like that. Along those lines, you know what it is. The guy Dan never met Peggy. He was like, what's she like? I was like, eagle's tailgate energy. I was like, she's your spirit animal. You don't even fucking know it yet. I was like, that's what. That's she, what. She's your spirit animal in a totally hetero way. Yeah. Like, a dude could say that, and it's like, right on, brother. Peggy's like the best friend you never knew you had, but you met at the bar, and you were like, God, I would have liked you growing up. And then they call you gay. And then they were like, <laughs> <laughs> and then randomly you realize that Peggy can out drink you, and then talks about sucking dick way too much. 
<laughs> I just like calling someone a pussy. My my buddy got promoted to manager at work, and I've developed a bad habit of calling him pussy, and I can't be doing that to my manager. Oh, I thought because he was the manager. So you're saying you have to because he's now the manager, you have to stop saying. So that. what I'm doing is I'm just like paying attention to the cadence I used, and then saying money weed afterwards. So I'll be like, pussy. all right, pussy, money weed, and he's like, stop saying those three words at work. <laughs> Like, Which one sorry, was for sorry. you? <laughs> no, we had to fire Two a manager. Two truths and a lie. Pussy money weed. What do I have? <laughs> well, you're clearly dumb as fuck. Let's cross teacher off. <laughs> I can't tell if you're poor or not getting pussy. It's one of the two. That's funny. If it's you're getting all- pussy, you're probably rich. So I'm going to go with... It's probably weird because I feel like for you at least, and I've never had it too much, but like it's weird because then you become friends and then your peers and then like a, a peer or a friend of yours like gets a manager role and you're like, God, we were too casual about this before. Like you and I hate this job. We say it all the time. Now, what are you going to pretend that you love this job yeah. to my face? Like, I know we both hate this. It's bullshit here. Well, it, it, it was just like a matter of timing because we had to fire a manager because he was getting high at work and saying crazy stuff. Like what kind of crazy stuff? Like he would eat like a bunch, like, all right, first off, some people just can't handle their shit. I'm a high-functioning stoner. I come into work you are a high functioning way stoner. more lit than this guy, and I smoke way more. But he'll just like pop like six medical gummies in the back and then be walking through the floor and he'll be like, be walking <laughs> through the floor? How high is this guy? <laughs> you heard it before you even started talking. So there he is, dude. He's ripped. No, he starts fucking being invisible. The floor is what you call all the tables <laughs> oh, in the okay. restaurant. So there he is, dude. Invisible <laughs> as fuck. He becomes Shadow Cat. You know Kitty from the X-Men? He's <laughs> Ellen Page back when when that was a lady. Like, I'm a high-functioning stoner. So anyway, this dude's fucking levitating, <laughs> right? <laughs> so I high-five this guy. He's not even there. He's John Cena. Boom. <laughs> He's just fucking right there. All you see are his big rock and sock of hands. <laughs> Wait, side note, oh. sock and bopper sounds like what British people call prostitutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a little sock and bopper right there, P.E. Blino, a little sock and bottom, more of that, oh, a little sock and bottom. <laughs> yeah, well, you would walk, <laughs> alright, well, now it sounds accurate. <laughs> if he's walking through the floor, this sounds more accurate. But he'd just be walking around work high as shit going, I feel so powerful right now, just to himself, and like... I'm, the thing that's scary, really, it's not that he's saying that. It's that I couldn't tell if he knew people could hear him or not. Or if, like... Wait, so this, this dude's just walking around being like, the Infinity Stones are working. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so close. I'm so feeling you... balanced to the universe. <laughs> dude, imagine being... First of all, I get high and I immediately feel like a piece of shit. I immediately, every time I get high, I'm like, oh, man, I could be doing so many other things right now. This guy's like, I couldn't be more powerful. I have a tie-on in a restaurant. Yeah, Im- imagine just getting so fucking high that you're like, I am a cog in a machine, and it feels great. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it feels so good to be middle management. This um, company pretends to value me, and I buy right in. <laughs> you know, no one ever talks about how the middle of the human centipede is a friend on either side. <laughs> you always got a so- shoulder to lean on. Hey, nobody ever mentions that you need that guy, and that guy's always the unsung hero. <laughs> I love so wait, your guy... So wait, he got fired because he was saying crazy shit like that or because he got too powerful? Like he was so he... high that he sucked at his fucking job. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was just like so, like so, he made smoking weed look like something kids shouldn't do. Yeah, he's like the the bad ads. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, hey, what's up, guys? What's up? You guys want to eat uh, chicken fingers today? God, the only thing better than smoking weed is sucking on the barrel of my gun. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of people, my my mom tells me to be safe, and I say, why don't I turn the safety off? (laughs) (laughs) She says, have a great day. I say, have a great life. (laughs) (laughs) Man, I feel powerful today. I feel like I could suck the bullets right out of this clip. God, if he feels powerful walking through a restaurant, wait till he gets a motorcycle between those legs. God. He's going to be like, God, I didn't even know the open road was calling to me. Dude, I hope he finds a job. Now I'm worried he's going to do heroin and just fucking. I feel too powerful. Lucy. He thinks it's Bioshock. He's like just fucking injecting himself <laughs> with powers. I actually got my fucking GM to like like act.
actually laugh the other day. Like, it was really scary. Oh, nice. He spilled something oh, on his suit. And he was scary. Re- well, yeah, because he's, like, a very stoic man. And, oh, like, okay. he'll give you, like, his work laugh. You know what I mean? Like, social situation laugh. But he spilled something on his suit, and he was so angry, and he was cursing. He was like, you all right, man? Here, I'll tell you what. I'll buy you a suit. I saw some Alex's on Facebook Marketplace. And this man fucking like like fell over laughing he liked it? yeah he liked it so much he was just like i fired the fuck out of that guy and his family's <laughs> starving now like it was like if ebenezer scrooge like was on molly and he's just like fuck i have so much money <laughs> <laughs> you're like hey i know you're having a bad day but what if we made fun of this guy but also complimented you in the same breath he's like i weirdly like this style of humor <laughs> what's up with me this is fun <laughs> You know you can have fun at work? He's just like, yes, I can afford new suits. Other people cannot. <laughs> I, like, I, like, I like the idea of Ebenezer. I don't like the idea of Ebenezer. I love the idea. I, I just like the of idea. Of can't my, get his head around Christmas. I just feel like I love like the concept of Scrooge, but like I don't love Scrooge. No, I, I like that he has more uh, gold coins than sperm count. <laughs> hey, he, he has three... He has triplet grandkids. There's got to be some level of sperm strength. Eh, maybe from maybe from the the husband, <laughs> maybe from his son and/or son-in-law. Does Scrooge have a daughter or a son? I don't think he is has it Donald. Any kids. Is it Donald? Isn't Donald Duck his nephew or something? That's Scrooge McDuck. Is there a difference? <laughs> I think we've had this conversation before. One's a literary character. The other. Was in some book or some gay shit. That's a literary <laughs> character. That's a literary character. Yeah, no, no, no. One of them is a Scrooge cartoon McDuck's dog. based off of Scrooge, though, correct? Yes. Okay, all right. Yeah, no, no. They just coincidentally are called Scrooge. That's oh, what I'm Parallel saying. thinking. Is yours a duck, too? No? Oh, fuck me. All right, so um, I'm, not that, I'm not that fucking out there. Here's the thing. I've seen more reference. The only real-life reference to Scrooge that I've seen is I think you should leave. <laughs> and that's not good because they're fighting bone mamas. <laughs> They're fighting bone mamas. It's inaccurate. Scrooge! Inaccurate. <laughs> hit, him with, hit him with your bone gloves, Scrooge. <laughs> but other than that, it's all Scrooge McDuck's and like, how can we make Christmas fun again for Huey, Dewey, and Louie? Dude, how do you sit down and continue your career after you type, hit him with your bone clubs, Scrooge? I don't know. <laughs> Here's the thing. that Those sketches were also denied at one point, and they were like, we're going to make them. We're going to make them. So at one point, somebody's probably like, no. Yeah. And they're like, I feel good about it still. I feel good about it. I'm going to keep doing it. Well, dude, it's like, I feel like that had to have been just like the sickest riff in real life. Like, that's like the time that me and that kid told that girl that Rudy ends with him overdosing on heroin under the bleachers. Oh my god! I definitely told you that. I don't remember. There's the dumbest girl in my class. We were watching Rudy, and she was like, "This movie's boring." And it's like, "Don't worry, it gets more exciting once he gets into heroin." And she was like, "What?" I was like, "Yeah." At the end, they go to put him in for the last game, uh, but he's under the bleachers doing heroin. <laughs> and then Noam, this kid I went to class with, he goes, "Yeah." His last words are touchdown. Oh, no, <laughs> did you start just like twisting all the endings, <laughs> bro? We're watching this over the course of, like, three 45-minute classes. So the end comes along, and he runs out onto the field, and this girl stands up and goes, When's he gonna do heroin? <laughs> After he doesn't make the NFL. <laughs> That's like walking up and being like, Yeah, don't worry, Forrest Gump. Yeah, really good at running. Wait till he runs away and leaves his kid. And you're just like, Yeah, he's a terrible father. They're like, uh, you like the when he runs? <laughs> They're going to bring that motif back. <laughs> they said they found the kid in an apartment locked in by himself with a box of chocolates to make <laughs> it through the year. <laughs> Forrest Gump, you can always run from your problems unless your problems are that you're retarded. <laughs> <laughs> or if you love a drug addict who's ready to ruin your life. That's probably like, AIDS. Yo, can this has probably been done Forrest before. Forrest Gump, probably AIDS. Probably <laughs> AIDS. <laughs> Jen AIDS. Um, Jen AIDS. <laughs> can you imagine Forrest Gump retold from the other perspective? Like who's Jenny's? Yes, a movie about this like crackhead chick. Fucking. She's like, I just want to party. And, and, uh, dude, imagine she's like at like the Black Panther rally, just like she's like, yeah, I'm a down bitch. And then the retarded guy from her hometown runs in. She's like, oh god, what the fuck are you doing here? Yeah, dude, I'm in her. love with you. <laughs> 
for her. Meanwhile, though, they're, yeah, they're probably like, Jesus Christ, dude. This guy is coming in here and he just beat up a bunch of black guys at a Black Panther party. This guy's a racist. He's from where? Greenbow, Alabama? And then meanwhile, he's like, I'm a hero. They're trying to take advantage of Jenny. <laughs> We're like, dude, this guy's racist as fuck. And then we just let him speak at this rally randomly. I'm pretty sure he crashed it. <laughs> it's, it's the bucket list. She's just trying to, like, live her life with AIDS and cross everything off. But everything <laughs> Forrest just shows up for. It would have been sick if when Jenny's on top of, like, that balcony and, like, Freebird's playing and she's like, I don't know if I'm going to jump. Forrest just comes out in that Alabama football uniform and tackles her right <laughs> off. And he's just like, I love you, Jenny. And they just fall to their death in a pool. And they're like, that's how Forrest got pens, baby. <laughs> Touchdown. Touchdown. <laughs> Mama always said. <laughs> Life was like a box of chocolates. Don't feed it to your dog. <laughs> Dude, Forrest Gump's so fucking funny in the sense that, uh, first of all, pretty good acting by Tom Hanks. I think so. I don't know. I mean, I think Forrest Gump's pretty good. Again, it's almost like the Tropic Thunder thing. It's like, hey, you can't go full retard. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. He went, he just enough. Just enough he went right there. And I'm like, he does a great job. And then I go on Twitter and I read, like, Drew Montana's Twitter, and I'm slowly realizing that, like, Whatever your opposite of, like, he's like bizarro, Jeff, I feel like. Like, everything that I like, he hates. How do you feel about Coach Carter? It's not bad. He's obsessed with Coach oh, Carter. Oh, yeah, it's not that great. Did, of a did movie. you see when I went on his cast? Is he like did, Channing we, Tatum, a basketball player in that movie? I don't know. I mean, how good can it be? How good can it for, be? Probably for the racist team. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I'm Channing. Yeah, that's a white guy. That's a white guy. We hate him. But I feel uh, like Drew will be like, Tom Hanks sucks. I'm like, I love Tom Hanks. And I'll be like, Kid Cudi ain't it. And I'll be like, oh, I fucking love Kid Cudi. I feel like you're... Who told you this stuff about me? What, do you have a list? What are you doing over there? <laughs> you fucking just picking on me? Like, I feel like every... And then I'll, like, hate something, and he'll be like, I love this. And I'll be like, what the... F yeah, like that. I'll be like, Coach Carter's the best movie ever. And you're like, what? It's my world. <laughs> like, I feel like Drew's just, like, has a list of all of my opinions and tweets out against them. And I'm always like, God damn it. I, he feels really strongly about things, though. I don't. I don't think you're on his radar enough. That's yeah. For no. How strong he feels about it? Yeah, for sure. But it's funny because like I'll see it and I'll feel strongly about it in the opposite way and just be like, God damn it! I feel like me and Drew need to have a talk. I need to see where he's coming from. <laughs> we're Tom Hanks. Let's have an intervention. Well, you're just like Tom Hanks. Not the same person at all. Like if you don't know Drew Montana, it's like. You're sitting here, you're like, yeah, dude, like, I'm, like, basically the guy from Friday Night Lights. Why don't I get along with Jesse Pinkman? Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Me and Drew look about as much alike as him and Foster do, and he claims that they're twin brothers. <laughs> okay. but, all right, you know how in the beginning of Breaking Bad, Jesse's nickname is Cap'n Cook? Yes. You and Drew look like that could equally be your nicknames, but I'm Cap'n, he's ways. Cook. No, 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 no. He's Cap'n Cook like he cooks meth. You're Cap'n Cook like you cook love, a mean hot pocket. I, love, <laughs> I had two today. They were a meatball you hot pocket. You like the prototype of a meatball hot pocket. <laughs> I'm like who they brought in. Like, this is our key demographic. <laughs> this guy, what are you doing on a Saturday usually? Before or after my blunts. And you're like, yep, all right, get my hot <laughs> What are you doing on a Saturday? I usually just start the microwave, let it go for two minutes, stare <laughs> at it. There's nothing inside, but boy, do I enjoy it. Hot Pockets is one of those companies that like really takes some weird commercial angles, like Old Spice. They're like, yeah, whatever. Do they still have commercials? I thought they were just coasting off that Jim Gaffigan joke still. Uh, well, they are. <laughs> well, they are, first of all. But no, I saw one. And it was like this dude walked into a room and it was like standing with his sister and like they were eating a hot pocket and he was like, "Whoa, so hot!" And he was like, "Dude, that's my sister." And he's like, "No." And then he's like, "It's her eating a hot pocket." He's like, "So hot!" And like that's the whole commercial. And you're like, "God damn it, stepbrother, I'm stuck in the microwave. <laughs> I'll be here for at least two minutes." Well, good thing I brought my meatballs. <laughs> Ooh, hold on. Let me grab my hairnet. <laughs> Don't want to make a mess. It's smaller than I thought. It's a lean pocket. <laughs> it's a lean pocket. It's healthier. Oh, my God. Dude, I uh, this is so stupid. I said to my girl the other day, I don't know where I was like, I have a baby-sized penis. And before she could say anything, <laughs> it's like eight pounds, three ounces. Oh, my God. <laughs> And like, I have no idea what to do with that oh, besides funny. tell you about it. That's but funny. I think it's so funny. Like, she like definitely hesitated for a second where she was like, what? What do I say? <laughs> like, a lot of people feel bad for me. 
Why is that? I have a baby-sized penis. Oh, my God. Yeah, eight pounds, three ounces. You can't imagine the toll on your back. You can't even imagine this lumbar issue I'm having right here. Everybody, everybody wants to touch it, keep saying how cute it is. <laughs> I keep saying, watch the head. Watch the head. <laughs> There's a soft spot over there. <laughs> soft spot over there. It's still developing. <laughs> Does it breastfeed? I'm more of an ass man. <laughs> oh, it's getting hungry. I know that. It's crying. It's begging. You want to feel it kick? You want to feel it kick? It's time. <laughs> I knew you would have something for this. Yeah, yeah, All yeah. All right, yeah. cool, cool, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Stupid, uh, but yeah, I fucking, I, I like it. I think it's really funny. It's like, a nice misdirection. Like <laughs> Were you eight pounds, three ounces? I think so. I don't know. Is that, I didn't know is that a regular pull- baby weight? I just made something Yeah. Up. No, I don't know. I was saying, I didn't know that's what you were pulling from. I think eight pounds is a good baby weight. I think it, like, reads better. It's a good foundation to build on. Like you yeah, could, like I was eight pounds, eight ounces. You could put ounces. a lot of baby meat on that. I was eight, pound, eight, eight pounds, eight ounces. But I was also about two weeks early. So God knows what I would have been. This yeah. is you? Fresh out the easy bake? Yeah. I'm currently eight pounds, eight ounces. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, fucking, I don't know. I was I like, feel like I would have been. The printer started from thick. the bottom and like ran out of ink at the top. <laughs> I feel like it started at the top and ran out of the legs. Like they were like, I don't know. He just probably doesn't need strong legs. He's got big shoulders. Who <laughs> seemed to be on his back a lot? I have big shoulders and like a big chest with no pectorals and skinny legs. Like it's like, like literally, like they built the top half of me, like that spinning game on the playground. And they were like, there it is. What is that? Like a superhero's upper body? And then I don't know, give him a nurse's legs. Bro, I'm so dumb. You said pectorals, and I'm so used to hearing like pecs. And I was like, pectorals, what's that? It's my oh, favorite dinosaur. Literal, literal thought in my literal brain. What's pectorals? Oh, yeah. Chest abs. Chest abs. That's literally my thought. Like, that's what I just went through. All muscles are called abs. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I don't know, dude. It's like oh leg abs. God, I got like a fucking 120 pack. <laughs> you only have six muscles? You have a six pack? That's gross. A lot of people can't handle my pectoral muscles. <laughs> I literally have like no pectoral. I have a fucking chest issue though, so. <laughs> Great for body shots. <laughs> I have great. If you ever need to like, if like a tattoo artist ever needed like a really flat canvas, that's my chest. <laughs> I always thought about that. I'm like, I could either never get pectoral tattoos, or I really should, so that I have some differentiating between like my pectoral and like. What else? So you want to get it like the chicks who get their eyebrows tattooed on? No, 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 not like that. But like you know, how Cody Garbrandt has like just that chest piece, and then like his like torso, like his like abdomen yeah, yeah, starts. Yeah, yeah. He like has it cut where it's like. These are where my chest muscles are supposed to be. <laughs> like, reserved for chest muscles yeah. or my father. Like, he never shows up to any of my performances. <laughs> uh, and I, all I do is get angry and want to knock people out because I have steroid issues because all I did was get in the boxing gym as a, as a child because my dad never played catch with me and I never got into baseball. <laughs> Yo, so People uh, got into baseball clearly have fathers that love them. Oh, yeah, no, no. If they're Pas- white. I mean, I, honestly, like, a lot of Spanish guys go through a lot of unfortunate, like, I have to leave my country shit. That's pretty hard. Question, pretty hard. and I I know you're just like, you know, you're a colonist. I don't expect you to have an answer for I'm this. a colonist? Yeah, like, you know. What does that mean? No, like, you're just like a like a classic, like, white land bully. Can't you're a land-faring you bully. Can't tell you how many people ask me if I'm Spanish. <laughs> can't tell you how many. Uh, at the brunch. It's just because your name is consecutive L's. I... It's a great point. It's a great point. All right. Yep, you're right. You can hold more L's if you try. It's so true. I even forget the L's sometimes. I'm like, my login's wrong. Oh, so many. <laughs> oh, man. No, I saying? fucking... Uh, how did Spanish people get into baseball? It's it's like the it's like the most popular sport in like the Dominican Republic and Cuba and like all these places. But like... It's very easy why? to have a field, a ball, and a bat. You don't even need gloves. Kids will just barehand that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, like just how soccer is really easy because all you need is a ball. I was going to say, but why not soccer? Is it, is it for the kids who can't hack it? They don't have the endurance? Um, No, honestly, I feel like a lot of those guys are like multi-sport athletes that just don't have the means to be that like, oh, I was varsity in football and soccer and baseball. Like They were like, I don't know, man, I'm good at this because I'm always outside every day and I'm playing mm-hmm. this sport. Like It's just it could easily be, I don't know, it's an affordable sport. You know what right. I mean? No, so that's I mean, why I think, but also a lot of them are really good. Dude, really good. Does that make football like institutionalized racism in a way? I feel like I'm getting way too deep with this. What now. do you mean? But like that it's a, a sport that takes like basically a heavy cost to get in and a heavy toll on your body 
And so then like schools that have more resources and like stuff are better at like having teams at it. Like I feel like poor area football teams suck. Well, yeah, I mean, it's all about the boosters and how much money your program brings into the school. And then that's how you're, you know, you get all this preference. Yeah, but like poor time, poor, poor, like other teams can be like decent, I feel like. Mm, yeah, I mean, it depends. Honestly, I mean, you might be like a place like Last Chance U, you know what I mean? Where yeah. you, you might just not have the academics, but boy, can you sling a football. <laughs> and guess who got lucky to get you? That fucking like small town school, they got lucky. Well, well like, all right, so... Again, I'm not qualified during this. Not funny at all either. But uh, fucking, uh, I, I we, can, baby. We'll make it funny somehow. Uh, fucking, I always had the concept like so. Like Kendrick Lamar is like that song where he basically says like, uh, "Black kid, you gotta like either like shoot basketball or make music mm-hmm. to get out of the hood." Pretty mm-hmm. much, right? And I had a concept of that, but I thought of it more as like, if you get into the NBA, you're good. But realistically, if you're good enough to get into a decent school and get an education along mm-hmm. the way, that can get you out of the hood just as well. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? There's a lot of so, people in country, like, there's a lot of like college basketball players, college football players that like left their country to come play college sports here because they got that scholarship and they have a chance to make the pros and millions of dollars. But I mean, you know, they'll give up a chance to see their parents for three years just because it's like, well, honestly, if I can make a better life for myself as well, fuck it. Like, I thought, oh, I might not make it in the NBA because I play basketball at Stanford. Whatever, I'm at Stanford, dog. Like, that's a great (laughs) fucking setup. So, you know, in that regard, yeah. Yeah, I could get, like, HPV easy. Yeah. Easy. (laughs) They're like, oh, my God, I don't even go to college. Yeah, they showed up to get out of the hood, and then they were like, look at all these bitches. They're so so hot. It's co-ed dorms, baby. Like... You're telling me they swallow and get married? That's what I'm saying, dude. You got like Joel Embiid. Joel and Embiid, have credit. Joel Embiid wanted to play volleyball in Cameroon because they were like, you have the build to play volleyball. And then he was like, I honestly want to play basketball. And they were like, nah, you'll get hurt. And he just kept playing basketball anyway. And then he got a scholarship and went to Kansas University. And then he became the third overall pick in the draft. And now he's the fucking best player in all of basketball right now. In all of basketball. Are you reading your back tattoo off right now? Yes. I love Joel Embiid. <laughs> Oh man, no, it's it's fucking it, it's kind of like fascinating with that shit. It's like, oh wow, I just had a really embarrassing thought loop. All right, so like I was about to say like, oh wow, so it's like the rich people make all like the strongest poor people fuck to make the strongest most athletic kids, and then they're like, what if we let your kids come and perform for us, and then we will be happy, and you yes. will well, save okay. your child. And then I realized that that's not deep at all. That's the Hunger Games. Or that's NCAA football. <laughs> Which is the Hunger Games. Yeah, yeah. You're like, hey, uh, can I make money off of being who I am? They're like, absolutely not. But we have cashed you in for $20 million this year. Like, you're the best running back. But if you even have a YouTube where you make any money off of yourself, we'll fucking fight you and fuck yeah, you. Yeah, it's fucked. It's fucked, yeah. Like, it's, it's, you can't even sign autographs for money. Nope, you can't even You can't buy jersey. You can't, like, sell jerseys. You can't. It's bullshit. But meanwhile, the university's making, like, a fuck ton of money off of that shit yeah a fuck ton of money off that shit are they bringing back the video game i heard how does that work i heard they are uh new rosters often also i doubt a lack of individuality there's probably a lot of default white guy six faces they're putting (laughs) on players you know what i mean like no you don't even pick players anymore you just get either black white or asian (laughs) you get get blue team red team number three number four number five number six like these are the guys they don't have names (laughs) number six on red team good guy good player (laughs) i uh i went to so i went to the sixers game yesterday uh, oh yeah, you went to the big boy game. I did, but none of the big boys played. None of the big boys played except for Kyrie Irving, which was pretty cool to see him. Um, uh, but so we get there, and you know how? First of all, I've missed being at a live Philly sports event. I like to go yeah, rowdy. I'm I'm sorry, bud, that none of the big boys played. It's okay. Well, I just feel I like you texted me about Mead. the big boys. I felt like you texted me. You were like, "I'm shaving my legs because I'm about to get fucked." And instead, you're yeah. like, "I gave him a hand job." Yeah. Like, <laughs> but hey, we won. We beat. I mean, if anything, I had a lot of fun. And we chanted, Kevin Durant sucks. It was great. He fucking looked around like, what did I even do? And we were like, not play, bitch. That's what. That's what. We wanted to see you. We hate you. This is a sign of respect that we're screaming, fuck KD. (laughs) But like, uh, so we go and there's always that one guy at like every Sixers, Flyers, Phillies, whatever, Eagles game. So always that one guy who's the loudest in your section, right? And they're either really annoying or they're really funny. This guy, luckily super funny yeah bro his voice carried throughout the whole stadium he just had that voice right and he decided to pick 
one Brooklyn net at random to be like, we're shitting on you all day. <laughs> we're shitting on you all day. And you know who that poor soul was? Nick Claxton. And I'm real sorry to Nick Claxton if he heard a lot of people from Section 201 hating on him. But we all hopped on the train. <laughs> Literally at any point, he had like three points the whole game. He had more fouls than points. Like, he played horribly. And this guy the whole time, he's at the free throw line. This guy would stand up and be like, average at best, Claxton. Average at best. You're garbage. You're a bum, Claxton. Ain't nobody like you on this team. And like, dude, and you and we, I would just die laughing. So he didn't even like heckle him like like a normal person. He was just like really. He singled out the guy who he thought was most likely to have issues with his father, yeah. and he was like, "I'm gonna become your dad, dude." Yeah, like he straight up was just standing up there. Like every free throw, every every moment where it got quiet because it was like a stop of play or something, he would just get in there and be like, "You're a Bob Claxton, <laughs> Nick Claxton." Get off the court! Like, they were like, dude, I'm telling you, it was one of those things where I was like, bro, Nick Claxton's gonna look up here and start getting pissed. He's gonna start being like, that guy up there, get him out of here. that's so get smart, though. Like, that's, like, how I used to, like, look up who the bass player was from the band I was seeing and, like, call out their name because, like, the bass player would always be like, yo, someone fucking knows who I am. That's actually what's up. That's actually what's up. That's, like, instead of playing the $800 million lottery, you play the $2 million lottery. Not yeah. as many people play. <laughs> you, you, you wait at the 7-Eleven for, like, to see what the bums are buying, scratch-off-wise, and you're like, well, they're not lucky. Well, so. they're not lucky, so I'll take that, baby. That's funny. Yeah, dude, it was so funny the way this dude was shitting on Claxton the whole Wait, game. Speaking of that bum Claxton, real fast, uh, did you notice the bum living on my stoop? Bro, the bum living on your stoop, I walked up. He looked at me like like I was gonna like I was challenging him to like a jig. Like we were gonna like cause he like looked at me and he was like and I was like, there's too much shoulder reaction for me walking up to you. Dude, you almost fell for his trap. If you engaged in battle with him and lost, then you would have traded lives. Oh my god, I would have had to, st- I would have had to stop and live on the stoop. You would have had to stop right there. He had like a swagger about him. Like, there's homeless guys out there that I don't think know they're homeless. Like, yeah. <laughs> like there's homeless guys out there that are like, I have all the fucking answers and none of these guys know the right questions. Like, <laughs> It's just like a homeless guy who like like heard Duncan Trussell playing on someone's yeah. headphones on the bus. He's like, that actually, those are great points. Those are great points. Not a lot of people heard that. I heard that. <laughs> he, you know what he looks like? He looks like the uh, the weird neighbor that was in Friends. That like old guy who died with like the longer white hair. Uh, yeah, he's also in Breaking Bad as the guy who like lets them use that magnet. Right, right, um, right. But he—that's what the guy looks like. But like with a trucker hat and a lot more jig in his body. He looks like he calls himself Mister Bojangles. Yes, <laughs> and he looks like he has way too many keys for not having a house. <laughs> like it looks like he like finds keys on the ground and then tries them at every lock he sees. <laughs> he's just out here like fucking yeah, picking up keys, picking up coke bottles, and he's like, "You guys don't even know that this is what they're talking about well, when they bring up cryptocurrency." Well, I. I think this makes me a bad person because I live with a, f- a lady, mm-hmm. a female. But I'm that's not allowed. That's I'm, a bad person. Yeah, I'm a terrible person. <laughs> uh, but I'm moving out of here soon, so like you know, enjoy your stoop, man. <laughs> oh, for sure. Oh, so I got it. So you're not. I'm not like I know I can take him. I've seen New Girl. The homeless guys are friendly. <laughs> he looks like he has weak bones. For how many? For how long his bones are? He does. So he doesn't look like he's getting enough milk. When are you moving out of here? Should we talk about that after the podcast? Yeah. yeah, yeah okay, yeah. I understand. Um, anyway, so you can move in with me, buddy. Yeah. No, Aaron would not like it. No, I'm kidding. If anything, Aaron moved in when we moved in. <laughs> yeah. Yo, dude, if Aaron came home from, like, school and I was in the den just, like, with all my shit. It's hilarious. Murphy's like, hey. just, like, fucking your cat. <laughs> like, so, hey, listen. Uh, Rusty needs a roommate and I'm the only guy with a resume. Uh, <laughs> so, I'm the only guy that qualifies. <laughs> Uh, like he doesn't know a lot of people with rooms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We have this extra den. I figured, fuck it. You don't need to teach virtually. Yeah, I just realized we had an extra room in the house. Uh, <laughs> did you know about this room over here? It's called the living room. He could live in it. <laughs> I figured you barely live. That's like literally how Rob Cruz's sister, I felt like, had that. Like He was like, I, was like, I have an extra room. It's where we live. You could live there. <laughs> we'll just put in a door. Hey, I mean. it's It's a better setup than I have. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't mind uh, living in some lesbian chicks' living room right yeah. now. I don't know if I could live on like the 29th floor though. Like, I think for, I think for me, I'd be like, not a lot to do. 
Except <laughs> jump. <laughs> I think I would fucking eat a lot less fast food because I can't imagine fucking riding yeah. the elevator. Uh, that's so much time to think about what you're about to do. Gas champ. Sorry. Did you just rip ass in my chair? I did, yeah. Yeah. What's well, in my studio, really? I might pee if I do it. Yeah, don't do it. You're also on your bed. I think you sleep there. Or you invite lady singular there. <laughs> I was like, ladies is probably the wrong message. <laughs> That's not the right match. Jeff, you're getting people in trouble. Look, we're not trying to send any messages to any women, okay? <laughs> I'm not involved in messaging women. That's one thing. You know, we didn't know you were listening. Did you see what Brett Favre fucking said? No. Brett Favre, who is, listen... If you do Wrangler Jeep commercials, I need you to be quiet on what's going on with the Black Lives Matter movement. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like you're not sure. allowed to talk about Wrangler it. Wrangler Jeep and pants. Yeah, he wrangles N- head to toe. Not allowed to have an opinion. So he goes, he has the he goes. I think I I just stand by. I think politics needs to stay out of sports. I can't tell you how many people come up to me and go, I don't watch the game anymore. It's not about the game anymore. And he goes, and like everyone's like, dog. You got in trouble for sending a dick pic to a, a woman who works in the NFL who wasn't your wife. <laughs> I don't think that has any place in sports. Like he's like, I'll tell you right now. I it's mean, it's all part of the game, Jeff. It's all freedom of speech things. Bullshit. I can't believe all these women don't want to look at my penis. <laughs> like, <laughs> I unzipped my Wrangler jeans and I showed her the hardware. Pictures worth a thousand words. You restricted all of them. <laughs> when I saw all these people on their knees, I got excited, and then I heard what for, and I said, none of that. <laughs> none of that. I just downloaded this WhatsApp, all the kids have, sending a whole bunch of dick pics. <laughs> and not only that, he actually sent a dick pic to like a reporter in New York, and he spent his whole life in Green Bay, moved to a new city to be a quarterback like 40 years old, played like one to two seasons with the Jets, and was like, I feel confident and comfortable enough to send this girl my penis. <laughs> Like, it's not like you've had that he, long a relationship with her. <laughs> yeah, dude, he's out there throwing picks. All Brad Favre does is throw picks. That had to be a joke that's been already made. But I liked where your head was at. Oh, man, she didn't. She did not like where his head was at. And it was in eight megabytes. <laughs> that's what it was. It was a small it file. It was compressed into <laughs> pixels. It was, it was in the zip. It was in a zip. Zip it up. Zip it up. Zip it up. Shut her down. Zip it up. Shut her down. <laughs> Win RAR. <laughs> <laughs>